You know, through the years, I've had a lot of clients say a lot of interesting things to me. And I bought a client quote book many, many years ago. And what you do is you write down the quotes that clients say to you in session. I finally picked my top 10 client quotes of all time, and I'm going to share them with you tonight. Welcome to the Dark Side of Therapy. This is Eric Nance. Uh, good to see everybody. And you know what we do on this show? We help the new graduate, we help the new therapist really get grounded, and we do it through painstaking truth. We don't try to hurt feelings, but we might. Sometimes that's the cost of being truthful. So I thought it'd be really fun to do an episode where I shared with you some client quotes throughout the years, things clients have said to me that have been kind of shocking, but also kind of interesting, because clients do say some really interesting things. Now, each of these quotes came from an outpatient environment, which means I had an office and the clients came in. And each of these quotes has a story. So let me share the first one. A client once said to me, if you were any more helpful, I'd be dead. Now, this quote came on the heel of doing a client session and, uh, well, more than one client session. I'd worked with them for about probably a year. And this is about 10 years ago. And back then, in my infinite brilliance, I talked about this in the course too, I suggested they get divorced. Uh, probably shouldn't wait till the last session to say that. And that's what the husband said to me. And he was laughing as he said it, but I could tell that he really meant it. And uh, I probably did more harm than good. The lesson there again, and I will say it again and again and again and again, is don't tell your clients what to do because it can come back to bite you in a very real way. Number nine, client once said to me, I can be the life of the party. I just have to get to the party. Now, this was a client who had extreme anxiety, didn't leave the house a whole lot. Even going to a store was a pretty big deal. And so we would talk about things and we get in these long discussions about, okay, but when you get to where you're going, it's great. And so that quote came out and I thought, well, we just got to get you to the party. Well, that's tougher than I imagined. Eventually, she did get to the party and really overcame a lot of her anxiety. But just a phenomenal quote that tickles me to this day. Number eight, it's like rewiring a house. Sometimes that's easier than repairing everything. This is a person I worked with, did a lot of cognitive behavioral therapy, and he actually was a house builder, you know, a skill I would love to have. And we were talking about different ways of changing our thoughts and our feelings through the CBT model. And what he came up with is, um, yeah, you've got to sometimes tear out the old stuff to put in the new stuff. I had never thought about using a house as an analogy to that, but it made a lot of sense. And I've since used that analogy many, 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 many times. That's why I pay you is the next on the list. And I've heard this quote actually from a couple different clients through the years. Typically when I'm doing something that is not entirely, I think, helpful to them uh, or they want me to solve the problem for them. That's why I pay you. I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard it, but it happens a lot. And usually what I say back to them is, uh, well, you're not paying me enough then. And I try to be humorous about it. Sometimes it lands, sometimes it doesn't. But you're going to hear things like that too. The next quote on the list is one that kind of hurt my feelings. 
A parent once said to me, I bring my kid to you and all you do is play catch. Which was fairly accurate. I would sometimes take this kid out and we would take a walk around town. But ultimately, the parent was fairly uninvolved. Now, let me share with you a story of, of cowardice to some extent. I'll be a little critical tonight. Uh, I should have confronted that parent well before the problem got that bad, where I simply was doing a lot of play-based things. The parent needed to be involved, but I was too scared. So I basically let it go. I don't think I was real helpful. But the parent was really saying to me, you need to do something more meaningful and more impactful. I don't think the parent wanted to be involved, however. But I wish I would have been courageous and tried to get her involved. One of my all-time favorite quotes, and I could say this with any one of these quotes, this happened when I was working with a young person. I was trying to do that thing where you look at them and you just know they're thinking brilliant thoughts and going places, and you're trying to harness all of this. And she said to me, Eric, I think you think there's more going on up here than there actually is. Now, when a client says something like that to you, you've really only got two reactions here, either intense laughter uh, or intense fear. <laughs> In my case, it was intense laughter. And we found some common ground after that. Um, I think that was probably a defense mechanism because she had a lot of scary thoughts. But no one had ever said that to me before in any kind of context. And to this day, I laugh about that. Another quote I got once that also gets me emotional, I was working with a young mom and her daughter, and I believe the kiddo was about six years old, and I, I would do a lot of goofy stuff. I used to work with kids quite a bit, and I, I would do British accents, all these different kinds of things. And the mom would just stare at me in awe, like, how are you doing that with my kid? And I remember at the end of one session, she says to me, I could never do that. And so we ended up having a conversation about how difficult it was for her to display the vulnerability to be that way with her child. And I'm not kidding. Uh, we did a lot of sessions just with mom to try to get her more comfortable in, in being goofy. And this is obviously a topic for those of you who know me that I care a lot about. It's okay to be goofy. It's okay to be goofy in therapy. It's okay to be goofy in life. But a lot of parents, a lot of people don't believe that because it does create vulnerability and nobody wants to look goofy. Well, I do. Anyway. Success story at the end, she got it. She was able to do some great play with her daughter. Think about cognitive behavioral therapy again. Uh, that's the context for this next quote, which is, I don't know if you meant to do that, but it was brilliant. So the client and I had done <clears throat> CBT for about a year, and it went great. I mean, I really believe this person made some fundamental changes, and it's one of those therapy relationships where you get to the end and you feel like you've done something really, really great, and I think he felt that too. But that was the quote, and I started to wonder, wow, was I just the platform for all these great things to happen, uh, or did I make them happen? And I realized uh, eventually it, it didn't matter the fact that we had done something brilliant together. And so let me throw this at you. Some things can happen therapeutically that you don't mean to, that you don't plan for. They just happen. And in this case, I think that's exactly what it was. Now, my number one client quote of all time is pretty dark, and I'm sharing it with you for nothing more than a teaching moment. I had a young man I worked with in a school-based setting. This is probably 18 years ago. 
And I had really agitated him, I think, through challenging him. And he said to me, near the end of the session, I'm going on a shooting spree and I'm starting with you. Now, that is the only time a client had ever threatened me like that. And I think he was about 11 years old, but it was, it was, it was frightening. And, and rarely do I get that kind of, wow, I could be in real trouble here. So I ended up getting the school. We had an officer at that point. He had to be forcibly removed. He wouldn't, he wouldn't leave my office. I had to do an incident report, and essentially he got kicked out of school and could not come back. And thank goodness didn't do any harm that I know of uh, post that incident. But you talk about an incident that never really leaves you and that you think about, because some people have suffered uh, with being shot, and some professionals have suffered with being shot. It was an icy, icy moment, and one that, again, I will never forget. Now, what I would love for you to do, those watching, share some of your own client quotes. What are some interesting things clients have said to you during the years? What are the ones that have impacted you, or made you feel good, or made you feel not so good? Because again, we all have our top 10 lists, and there's a thousand more we can pull from, but I want to hear about your top 10 lists. So please let me know. As always, please like and subscribe to The Dark Side of Therapy. It's great to see you, and we'll see you next time.